You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Blank in space! The evil cyborg Lord Eraticus plunders the galaxy from his living starship, Eraticus Prime. He has seized invaluable artifacts from the galactic civilizations and hidden them deep in his constantly evolving ship. Sneak your way aboard for Eraticus Prime, hack computer terminals to open your path, recover the stolen treasures of the universe, escape before the Eratobots hunt you down. One false step and clink! Careless noise draws Eraticus ever closer. To enjoy your plunder, you must reach the escape pod and make your getaway. In space, everybody can hear you clink. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum. This is Justin, and I am bringing you a, another clink review, but this one is Clink in Space. You may have heard our review on Clink, and this is a game that came out a little bit after that. Now, Clink in Space is put out by, again, Renegade Games and Dire Wolf Studios, still designed by Paul Denon. It has a 2 to 4 player count, 45 to 90 minutes, and ages 12 and up. MSRP is $60, much like the original Clink. Now, let's talk about first impressions. Now, Clink in Space, first impressions is, A, it's a space-themed Clink. How is it different? And the board and some of the layouts and some of the options that you have to do within Clinks in Space is a little bit different, and that is what captured me on that first walkway through it. Uh, one of the more important things, it's still a de- uh, deck building adventure game, so you still start with your 10 standard cards. That every time you increase your deck by adding reserve cards to it, you'll put clink cubes into a boss bag and draw them out. You'll also be doing things like putting other players' clink cubes in boss bags to screw them over. And ultimately, you're trying to get as many treasure and artifacts out and get out of the ship before your other players with the most loot. Now, where it mixes up some of the formula, which I do appreciate, is there are kind of a gateway you have to get. You can't get to the artifacts right away. You actually have to get through a force field that Eraticus has put up in his ship. And by doing so, you have to go through some data terminals and get the uh, command codes for those, which kind of pushes that push your luck mechanic because it's not just a race. It's a race to, you know, step A of the plan and then step B of the plan is to get the stuff and step C is to get out. So it's not just get in and get out. It's you have to break in, then get your stuff, then get out. Now, one other thing that I kind of want to call out on Clank and Space is it is a modular board. So there's a couple different sections that go together like puzzle pieces. So you create the board and the ship changes a little bit each gameplay. And that adds a little bit more variety than the original Clank had. So first impressions, I was kind of all over Clank and Space is, hey, this is what I wanted out of the original Clank game, as far as gameplay goes, with just a different theme. Let's talk about some of the good things. Let's talk some about some of the bad things. Good things first, though. You have a very similar mechanic to Clank, so if you've already played Clank, you can really learn Clank in space really fast. So those are really good things. Unfortunately, it also kind of makes Clank, unless you're onto the fantasy theme, a little obsolete. One other thing that I want to say is really, really good on this one, other than the art is very consistent, the art card layout and the graphic layout is very consistent, the rules are very consistent between both games. They lean into the space theme and the parody 
even more in this game than the original Clank. And I feel like that's what people wanted once they got their hands on Clank, because they wanted more uh, tongue-in-cheek references. So again, the game doesn't take itself seriously. Atypical sci-fi adventure box cover. But on the back, you have an alien that looks very much out of Fifth Element. You have an alien that looks very much like uh, Princess Leia's slave bikini from Return of the Jedi. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You have all of the reserve cards you add also have a lot of references. You have a trophy hunter that looks like a predator. You have Dr. Whiskers, which, by the way, is uh, Radicus's uh, pet cat. He's already been in the original Clank, so they brought that over. You have Star Trek references. You have Star Wars references. You have 2001 Space Odyssey references. You have references to e pretty much most traditional sci-fi, even if it's not totally obvious. You have Elder, uh, Ender's Game is another one. There's Logan's Run. There's even a Rick and Morty reference in this game. And it's interesting because you got anything pretty much sci-fi was fair game, and they definitely leaned into that parody a lot, lot more. And that's one thing I think Clank was lacking, that Clank and Space knocked out of the park. If you're going to take a tongue-in-cheek light game and, and just kind of have a theme on it, lean into that theme. Because the presentation and theme will help drive those mechanics. Even go into, wait, it's not even just space-themed sci-fi. They have all sci-fi, so even there's a Matrix reference in there too. So with all that being said, there's a lot of really cool art cards, and you can kind of laugh at yourself and go, ha, yep, I know where that one's from, as you go through things. Now, it does a lot of thing, good things that Clank does, uh, but it takes it to the next level, which I think is the better way to do it. I think the original Clank design isn't terrible. It just seems like a concept that went, this works, okay, we can do this better. And they could have started here and instead with original Clank. Opportunities are very similar to the original uh, fantasy edition of Clank. Deck building mechanics are light enough where there's not too much you can do other than add Clank, remove Clank, and working on drawing cards. Drawing cards is kind of the biggest thing on there. There is, there is more variety than the original Clank in Clank and Space as far as the game mechanics go, but it doesn't go too far from that as it still is trying to present itself as more of an entry gateway game, and I think that is where it needs to sit. If you're looking for a deeper, heavier deck building game, you're not necessarily going to find it in the Clank series. However, that's not a terrible thing. It's just one of those things that after a handful of plays, you may, your group may get tired of Clank in Space. does still have the good storage. However, because of the module board and the puzzle piece nature of the board, the interior storage is a little bit trickier to work in and out of than the original Clank, which is just a folded cardboard standard game board and thrown on top and call it a day, right? I think that's another opportunity. They could have probably designed the, the insert a little bit easier to run. Lastly, let's talk about that MSRP. So MSRP is $60. So this is the same price as Clank. If given the choice, I would take Clank in space over Clank, having played both. If you are a fantasy person and not a sci-fi person, I could see you siding with Clank. But overall, I think Clank in space is the stronger game. Uh, not only had time to rationalize after uh, Clank has been out to reinvent itself a little bit, but overall, I think some of the 
options and differences that Clank in Space offers really pushes it to the next level. Now, that being said, it still doesn't feel like a $60 game. I would still put this in that $40 to $50 range. I don't know if I would put it... I'd probably put it closer to the $50 mark than the $40 mark based on the components and based on the fact that we have a modular board. However, it still doesn't hold to other $60 games, and that's the biggest gripe I have with that price point for this game. If you find it on sale for $40 or less, go for it. Clankin Space is a great game for that. Um, but if you're playing full price, I would definitely wait for some sort of sale first. I believe that will do it for our Clank in Space review. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear thoughts on Clank, they are very similar. And I recapped some of them in this, but definitely check out our Clank review episode on that. Otherwise, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also drop a comment, like, or review on whatever platform you are listening on. And as always, thank you and happy gaming. to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.